Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Today we are talking about, you know, really having healthy daily meal habits. And with me is Judy Harris. She's a nutrition consultant with the Utah Department of Health. And Judy, we talk about eating healthy, and I think everybody thinks kind of has an idea of what that means. But can you kind of just drill down a little bit and talk about what is it to eat healthy every day? Oh, what wow. does that look like, right? <laughs> well, I think it looks different to a bunch of different people, to different people. So I think um, healthy can look, like I say, lot, lots of different ways. But I think some basic things that you want to keep in mind is the total calories you ingest. So overeating is not healthy, and it's evident in how we feel. Uh, it's evident on the scale. Um being healthy usually around the world and in the United States means eat more fruits and vegetables. And that's really hard, I think, for a lot of people to try to understand how they can incorporate that into their busy lives. And fast food doesn't really provide that in the same healthy manner. It's usually fried or has a lot of oil. And it can be kind of uh, deceivingly unhealthy. You know, you think it's healthy because it's vegetables, but they're fried or they're stir fried or you know, there's there's hidden fats and oils. Um, and some, of course, fats and oils are fine, but not overly done. Um, so eating healthy is not drinking a lot of sodas or removing that altogether. That's a newer phenomena, really, in our country and has spread around the world um, in not too many, too, too many past decades, right? Soda is everywhere. Uh, so drinking water is healthy. So there's a lot of different ways to look at what healthy looks like. Right. I think a lot of times when I think I need to eat healthy, I'm thinking more fruits and vegetables and probably more water. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of information about those things. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to making a plan, which I think is crucial in this situation, because I don't think you can form a habit until you have oh. a plan on how to do that. And that's really why I wanted you to come in today, because I think it becomes we get so much information. And then we get information that some of the things that we've been doing that we thought were healthy or unhealthy. And I think we get discouraged very quickly. Yes. So I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. I think establishing a routine is very important. And that requires a little thinking and a plan, not to freak anybody out to say, oh, my gosh, I have to really have this dietitian register, dietitian come and, you know, make, you know, this whole thing. But you can do some really simple things. And I think you're really right. It has to be. Um, something that is thoughtful and it becomes what I like to call a lifestyle. And so establishing a lifestyle habit and a change really requires a pattern of repetition so that it's a routine and then it becomes your lifestyle pattern. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think what happens with a lot of us is we go, we're going to do this and then it's every Monday we're going to start. It's like a Mm -hmm. diet. We we Mm -hmm. don't want to think about it in those terms. And I think that's the other part of it. I think whenever people think of eating healthy, they think, Oh, I'm going on a diet. Right, right. And I think that's, yeah, we, we know going on a diet means you're, you're going to go off a diet. You know, it's not going to last. So that's why the lifestyle routine change is really what's going to stick. So and think about anything in your life that you do as a routine. Take the kids to, to basketball practice, um, going to church, going to 
you know, different events, those are things that if you think about it, they're now a routine because you set it up. You pay for something or you have a social network or whatever it is that gets you to there. Maybe capitalize on those strategies that work for you and see how you can duplicate them in an area, like you said, rather than putting it off and procrastinating, saying, oh, Monday, I'm going to start eating better at work. You know, that goes back to really you have to have a plan in place. That means you have to have food in the house the weekend before, maybe even cooking and preparing a few things, putting some things in lunch, you know, easy to grab things and have a little lunch box. You know, have these things in place so that you're not making it harder. You want to set yourself up for success. So I would say pick one or two things like you said water. It might be something simple like water. You know, get yourself a nice water bottle. <laughs> and, you know, I like the kind that have a hook on them or something that you can kind of grab. Carry around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you can clip it to your your um, briefcase or your purse or something. So do something like that that makes you feel like excited about it. Um, maybe it is a new lunchbox. You know, maybe it's just something simple that's a tool like that. But set yourself up with just one or two things that you think are doable that you think you can do. Believe in yourself and have a little bit of a plan. You know, don't kid yourself that it's not attainable because you do great things in your life, right? Everyone does achievable, you know, realistic um, things that can be, you know, pretty daunting when you think about some of the things, you know, look that back we accomplish, on. Right? Yes, exactly. So this is not something that is unattainable. It's the fact that we have to be a little smarter and wiser and get around the marketing because marketing and just, you know, get over it. Marketing is everywhere you look. Everywhere, there's nowhere you can not look and, and not find some something about food here or food there. You know, I always talk about food is love, and the marketing folks know that, and so that's why they're making a ton of money off of us. And we have to be a little bit wiser and savvier, and not be, um, you know, not throwing our hands up and saying, "Oh, I can't do it." Right. I think the other downfall for me is I fall into a rut. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. I am preparing the same foods mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and over again, mm-hmm. they're healthy, great, but mm-hmm. when you get sick of eating them, mm-hmm. that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like too many salads is not a great thing. There's so many good recipes out there, though. Um, I I like a certain book that um, um, a recipe series that I follow. Um, so when I get in that rut, I flip for one of those. You know, you can also go to. I mean, can I say names or, or sure? Go know, right ahead. America's Test Kitchen is just a personal favorite. It's not. You know, it's just a, because they, they tell you simple things like, what's the easiest way to boil an egg, you know, or what's, you know, how is it going to come out perfect every time? They've tested everything. Um, or the Stewart, she's been around forever. She has some really great recipes. So find what, you know, jives with you. I like to look for things that are healthy. I tell my friends, don't pick up a recipe book that's really decadent, that's on pasta or Italian cooking. If you're trying to be a little bit more, you know, healthy eating because it's hard to get around the sauces and the riches and the cheeses and all that stuff with Italian or Chinese or something. So find something. I mean, again, I'm not saying you can't eat healthy in these different cuisine, you know, genres, but you, but try to be smart about it. Be wise. So look for the, the eating healthy or um, eating delight or, or those type of magazines or, or books that have, you know, the Mediterranean, Mediterranean or that type of, of cooking style. And there's tons of them out there. You know, the ones I mentioned, they, they have those too, but there's Everything. And then, you know, hit up your girlfriends and your and your guy friends and your, you know, your family members. You're always going to pull out, oh, I pulled this out. But again, think of it as a uh, as a culture, as a lifestyle change so that you kind of get that going differently, not like you're going to go on this diet. I'm not talking about a fast food that's some kind of Facebook fad or something. And oh, yeah, there's, you know, this diet, the keto and this and that. Now, there's definitely some things that are okay in the keto for sure. So that's fine too, but try to find the balance because I'm not a fan of overeating the fats. It's not good. 
It's proven not to be good. I just so. can't even do that. My brain won't allow me to. It really won't. And I know it works for a lot of people, but my brain just says, I can't yeah. do that. I mean, well, first yeah. of all, I don't like to eat those things, right? Yeah. And I think it gets, you know, there's also a big carbon footprint with the animal products and the meats. And there's a lot of things that, you know, I can give my opinion about on that side. But I think, you know, I like, I applaud people that do something that they can try to get healthier. And I think the one thing that I've noticed about keto people is that they're really trying to be healthier. They're doing it to try to change a lifestyle way. And so I think um, that has pushed people to kind of eat a little differently, which is good. So I would say take the good things about the keto, which is a lot of animal, uh, excuse me, a lot of plant-based products, a lot of vegetables. Um, Those are also really good things you can do with some of the, you know, those eating, those, you know, those diets, if you will, or those trends. But there's a lot of recipes that you can find around some of these things. So um, so overall, again, half your plate, you know, my my plate is a simple tool. And I visualize it every time I, I, I bring food out. Half of my plate, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, have half your plate fruits and vegetables. And if you cook them, you can roast stuff. And it comes out, oh my gosh, I roasted um, grapes and onions and red peppers last night. And put them on a spinach salad. It was really, really good. So you can do all kinds of really unique things to get out of that, you know, that thing. rut. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that's really important is if you have a community, you mentioned your friends, and um, if you can make it more fun, um, you're more likely to stick with it too. If you're talking about people about what you're doing, you have some extra support and ideas. Absolutely. I think support is really good in anything we do. I mean, again, transfer this from any other area. If you have a, a, a loss or a sickness or um, an injury or something or, you know, trouble with a kid or a, a relationship or work, you know, what do we do? We, we talk with our friends, we find support, and we get through it. And I think it's the same thing with, with, um, with anything we want to improve in our lives and we want, to, we want to grow and get better at. So, yeah, I think that's great. Set yourself up for success. Find, pick the areas that you think are doable and attainable. Don't start at something really lofty like, okay, Monday I will eat better. That's very not – that's very that's broad. problem, it's right? very huge. Very philosophical. Yes, but. yes. It's not doable. It's not realistic. It's not tangible. Keep your objectives measurable and specific, right? So Monday I will not drink soda all day. I will drink water. That's doable. That's attainable. But again, set yourself up. Get your water bottle. Get the sodas out of the house. You know, remember, we're adults, and we're responsible for what we bring into our home. You know, even for our children or for ourselves. So that's where, you know, we got to kind of like, you know, pull up our bootstraps and say, okay, what is important for me? I can do this. And what am I going to do? You know, grocery shopping is super important. What are you picking? What's in your cart? You know, where's the plan there? Is it easier to look at the things that you shouldn't do? Are there some big don'ts? Yes. Yes. What are the big don'ts? Oh, big don'ts definitely are soda. Soda, we know it, it. it is not good for our bodies. We see it's very much associated with obesity, overweight, diabetes, and other chronic related. We're just dis- saying it is fluid. Diseases. How bad could it be, right? I mean, I'm just wondering. It's want, got I'm, sugar, yeah. and the sugar is now a cardiovascular risk. This is what people don't understand. What about the diet ones, though? Diet ones. Um, I'm playing devil's don't have advocate. Sugar. That's okay. That's okay. Diet diet sodas um, are okay in the sense that it doesn't have the sugar content, and it's up to you how much you want to do with the artificial sweeteners. And that's I just where look the at the chemicals and I just go, "Ooh, is that something I really want to have in place of sugar?" And you know, I think that's the the goal. The goal really is, I guess, what how I see food is it's fueling and nourishing our bodies. It's not just something to give us immediate gratification 
or to get us through the minute. And if you think about those foods that we eat, about the don't, the big don't eat ticket items, those are the ones that are really high in fat, really high in sugar. They don't really provide satiety. They don't really make you feel good. If you really listen to your body, you don't really feel satiated. Oh, yeah, I feel like I had a really good meal. You kind of feel like, you know, maybe dragged down. You know, I mean, people talk about heartburn and reflux, and we're taking all kinds of stuff to combat that. Well, let's look at what we're eating. Now, of course, there's definitely medical conditions and all of that that, you know, can be related to that. But a lot of it, too, is is what we're doing with our bodies, and we're just eating. We're not really nourishing our bodies. So That's why you can eat a whole them. bag of chips, because you're never full with chips. And they design it that way. Oh, my goodness. The balance of salt and fat and sugar. Those are the three... Um, what do you call it? You know, those are the, those are the the elixirs. You know, you put that half fat, half sugar. That's why donuts are so and cake and ice. You know, and those cookies. Oh, those big cheap cookies and the big donut boxes. I keep running into that all the time. And so, you know, they're like if you look at how many calories one of those when big each one of those. They're like six could have a whole meal calories. Yeah, that should be a whole meal. So, and then right. think about the, nur- the nutrition you're putting to nourish your bodies. I mean, we take our bodies for granted. We don't really treat our bodies as we should. They are, we, you know, we ask people. We put the premium fuel in our cars, but right. when it comes to what we're putting inside of ourselves. Right, right. You think about the, the when you just said that, what came to mind is we're putting premium pot products on our hair and our lotions and our makeup and our clothing. But what about, I just realized that that's a, that's a great analogy. You know, what are we putting in our bodies for our bodies? It's not about, you know, how we look on the outside all, I mean, if you start eating well, you're going to look better on the outside too. You know, I mean, you're going to be healthier. And I think there's a lot of things that we set ourselves up, for, set ourselves up for not being healthy. You know. Almost. So let's break it down a little bit. We've given people a lot of ideas. Um, so you mentioned start simply, and you mentioned water. Mm-hmm. What if you just want to say, hey, people say, hey, I do okay at breakfast, but I get to work, and then lunch is a disaster. What is a way to start having a healthier lunch every single day? So let me go back to answering your question about the, the big ticket items not to. So oh, I'm the, sorry. The, no, 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 no. I, and I'll go right into that. So so with lunch, you might want to say, again, it's a really big thing. So you've got to get specific. What do you typically have with your lunch that's you know not healthy? You can take away just the processed junk ch- uh, snack foods, you know, the chips and the and the and the crackers and all that stuff, or you know, people are still doing the Twinkies or, the, or whatever it is that look at your lunch and you can kind of figure out, okay, what are the processed junky snacky foods that you're doing? And maybe start with that. That could be one you could, you know, get rid of. And now if that's something you really, really like, I mean, you know, that's not the one you're going you're gonna to start with. Or you're going to start with, okay, I'm going to do half of what I typically do and just cut the serving in half. That's doable. And then you start getting used to half because that's the thing about those kind of items. You just keep eating and eating because they're there. And so that's why I say, you know, we're the adults in the room. We need to watch what we bring into the house, what we bring into our lunch boxes, what we put on our plates at a, at a takeout or, or a restaurant. So I would say really it's in the in- individual, going back to your original question, you know, it's, it's very individual as far as what um, people are going to select as their thing. But be specific. So it could be an item that's processed. It could be... Um, you know, the snacky stuff that comes after a meal. Look at the high fat items. Look at the high sugar items. Look at processed foods. Look at what you're drinking because calories come in fast if you're drinking those sodas. Fill up with water. That's a great way. But again, it's got to be a routine because people got to feel like, okay, I can do this, you know. Um, so it might be 
drinking a glass of water or a bottle of water before your lunch and just kind of get yourself hydrated. You're not going to be overeating. Sometimes that just kind of settles that craving a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are those helpful? Those, those are very helpful. And, and But then we get down to dinner, and dinner probably is one of my more difficult um, items because I get off work so late. Right. And for me, this is where meal planning mm-hmm. becomes crucial. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a couple ideas. Um, we're coming into springtime salads. Salads could be something that you can do anything on. You can, be, as I mentioned, you can put roasted vegetables on your salad. You could put... Um, you know, steak on your salad. I like when I'm doing animal proteins, I like to recommend smaller amounts, um, carbon footprint, as well as overall health with lower fat. And you don't need a ton of protein. Also, beans are a great way you can add canned beans. Rinse them, drain them, and then you can throw any of this stuff on salad. So you can buy spinach. Um, you can buy organic, organic spinach, which is, you know, less hassle to worry about. He had mentioned chemicals. Mm-hmm. Um, or just get this, you know, the spring mix, mix. But I really like the spinach because it's really high in vitamin A and C and fiber. You know, it's just a great food. And they last a really long time in the refrigerator. You could have that for your dinner tomorrow. So you go shopping on the weekend, get a box of spinach, get all the toppings that you want, some nuts, get some garbanzo beans or black beans, some beans of your favorite um, if you want to do a, a certain type of meat, a little chicken or a little fish or a little red meat, whatever you want, you could actually grill that when you get home very quickly. Um, you could broil it very quickly, a little piece, or you could do it in advance. And then have other things like cranberries, feta cheese, um, hard-boiled eggs. Those are all great things you can make a salad with. And that, would be, and that could be even just something, a side salad, so that that contributes to half of your plate of fruits and vegetables. Right. How do you feel about the salads, the salad kits that they've come out with? Are there some oh, yeah. There's some good ones. You just have to watch, like, how much junk they have on it. Because if they have the fried little um, pieces that you add or the croutons, those are really waste. You know, those are add flavor, but there are a lot of calories. They're just basically fat, you know, fried little, you know, pieces of bread. So not really new, any nutritional. It's just all for taste pop. So look for other things like those cranberries or the nuts or the feta cheese that's going to pop that flavor or the roasted vegetables. You can roast those vegetables a day before last year's a whole week and add it on. Um, so, so, But some of the kits are okay. And just watch the dressing and how much of that comes with it. But yeah, some of those are, are okay. And they're a great side quick. Again, they're that's quick. We, yeah. They're so quick. they're kind of our go-to when we haven't had a lot of time to prepare. Or there's mm-hmm. not a meal. So as I'm saying, giving yourself so, yeah. another alternative for those salads when you just buy a thing of spinach and it's going to give you so many more servings because they are expensive. They're at least they five are bucks. expensive. So you can make your own and just have – and those things will keep in your fridge for a long time. You can even freeze your cranberries, you know, and your, your nuts will stay well. Your ca- beans are canned. So, you know, you've got a lot of things that you could just kind of put in and then you're only having to buy like, you know, the extra, you know, chicken or the extra – you know, topping that you want to make. Right. But as a side dish, that's a super easy one to do. So dinner, if you can make some things, some things on the weekend or on your day off where you can make it last. I don't like to make meals. If I'm going to cook a salmon, I'm going to cook it for, I'm going to cook a whole filet and I'm going to have it a couple of times a week and I'm going to freeze a couple of them. And it freezes well, you season it well, and you can buy some cheater ways is to buy um, a teriyaki mix, you know, marinade. You know, I like to grate some... Um, uh, fresh ginger, and then you can keep the ginger in the freezer, and it lasts forever. Takes a minute to put together. Takes a few minutes just to watch it and broil. But then you've got a meal for you know if you don't want to repeat too many times during the week, you know, say you eat it twice and then put it in the freezer. So now you've got two more meals for you next month or in a couple of weeks. So I mean, there's lots of ways to to get to your end product with you know what you're looking to do. 
Right. You know, but find what's really important to you. What comes to mind right now? If you're a listener, what are you thinking right now? What is on your mind? What What are those things that come to your mind? Okay. Like you had you had concerns, you know, my, my water or right. my lunch or dinner. Think about that and then break it down and see what are the areas that are the big flags, the big items that you can get away with. Bring in a couple of simple tips like, okay you know, salad preparation in advance or roasting vegetables or, you know, having frozen vegetables in or just having some extra vegetables in and you can stick them in the microwave and it takes, you know, you don't even worry about it. You you, know, you cut up your broccoli, you cut up your squash, it takes you a minute to do that, throw the microwave with some water. And I love those little glass bowls that you can get at any store for like $5 with a lid and put them in for seven or eight minutes and they're done. And while you're cooking something else, like some quinoa or some rice or something on the side. And again, that can be used for the rest of the week in different recipes. So find items that you can use and repeat in different ways with different seasonings throughout the week. And that's not really too hard. You know, you could do rice with a a traditional vegetable and fish, and then you can use that same rice in a taco or, you know, kind of a Mexican-style flavor. Or you can, you know, serve it with, you know, cumin or, or curry and, you know, break it up. Right. Any final thoughts for us? Oh, just you can do it. You know, you can do it. Don't feel like it's overwhelming. Just chip away at it. Just like anything else in life, we have to learn every day and we're going to fall down and we're going to fall down and we're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to figure it out. And you can do it. You know, everyone can do it. Let's beat this marketing environment we're at and uh, not be, um, you know, not victims, but, you know, not be so um, exploited is a word, you know. Let's take control, charge and control of our lives and our health. And it you'll feel better. You have better quality of life. And you can be there for the other people that are in your life, like our survey from um, Get Healthy Utah did. And I love that, that they talk about. You want to be there for, for other family members and friends. And that's what we want to do. It's all about health. Right. You've done a lot of work with childhood obesity. Oh, yeah. Where can people find out more information? Oh, great. Thank you. Um, we have a program called Top Star, which is teaching obesity prevention. And we work with all the child care settings. So the uh, centers, preschools, homes, after school, drop-in care. And um, they can ask their local health department or they can ask us at our state office about what Top Star is. And we help um, those facilities have more fun with physical activity and eating healthy and supporting breastfeeding and all the things that really make these kids healthy. So they have good lifestyle habits, you know, early on in life. So hopefully that, um, you know, turns out into adulthood. So they don't have to learn it all like we are eggs in our adult Yeah, I don't ages. want to say teaching an old dog, right. but yeah, I, don't I know. Right? It just works that right. well. So we, we work right. on policy and environmental changes, and we do. We, we find out, and these studies have been around for a very long time. You start them early, and it takes, it through, takes them through to adulthood. So great. Yeah. Judy, thank, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you.